Hello and welcome to the Four Comic Junkies Podcast. The comics aren't enough, and you need a little extra fix. I'm your host, J.J. Hodges. This podcast is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Go to batman-on-film.com for all the latest, greatest, coolest Batman news. Uh, this side of Burnside. Oh, that was a good one this time. Um, too bad Bill will never hear it. Uh, but anyway, I we're continuing our 30th anniversary celebration of Batman the Animated Series, uh, quite arguably uh, the definitive Batman for quite a few of us. And with me today is Brian, a.k.a. BTAS Reunion from Twitter. Uh, yes. how, are, how the heck are you today, Brian? I'm very well, JJ. Um, even at this time of night, uh, it's it's still bright and sunny here in our hearts talking about Batman. So, <laughs> which uh, is a little ironic, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but you know, I'm I'm very excited to talk uh, about this episode. Uh, so I sent you the list of what had already been taken, and yes. um, uh, but uh, you were gracious enough to say, "Oh, um, how about Bane?" And I had I. Not that I forgot about that episode, but it, it almost didn't occur to me because it's such a it's such a one off. Like this is the only episode Bane is in in the original series, so mm-hmm. it's I think easy to lose track of. But it's also legitimately I think one of the best. Like you get some really great Batman moments in this. You know, Robin gets to do some cool stuff, um, and Bane is kind of legitimately scary in it. Um, yeah, and and that's uh that's straight out of the comic books. That again, they <laughs> the animated series did way better than the movies were doing up until that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. So, so well, what, I must uh, say. Oh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, oh, I was going to say as as regards the uh, the uh, cartoon, the story structure, mm-hmm. they took basically this whole uh, storyline and just shrunk it down so well into these you know, what, 21, 22, 23 minutes? Yep. Where you got who he was, where he was from, how he got big and strong, how feared he is. Yep. You know, you get a chance, like, it runs It runs the whole gamut, and it was so well done. So, you, you uh, yeah, you tell me uh, what, what you want to uh, espouse on, and I will gladly do so. Well, I think what, what makes this episode work is the fact that you know, we, we're, like you said, you know, we're introduced to Bane pretty quickly, but, and what's great about these episodes, and I've said this pretty much every episode, is they they find a way to really just cut to the chase with these characters, and I don't, and I don't think, and well the, audience doesn't, yeah, the audience doesn't feel cheated, right? You know, we don't mm-hmm. feel like, well, okay, but like, what's his motivation? Like, what, like, why is he there? It It's all laid out pretty quickly, you know, it's, um, the major difference from the comic books is that Rupert Thorne hires him to come to Gotham City yes, yes. versus Bane just coming of his own accord. Um, which is kind of, you know, in the comic books now, it's kind of funny, you know, as of this recording, at least, Chip Zdarsky, you know, was like, I wanted to make a doomsday for Batman, you know, in terms mm. of like a Superman character. And and I had to, and I, I have yet to catch up on those books. Hopefully by the time this comes out, I will have read those. Uh, but I kind of laughed a little bit when they said that. I was like, "What? Isn't that what Bane was? You know, like, <laughs> like right, right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like Good Bane point. was to to Batman. What's Doomsday was to Superman? Sure. Well, I'll tell you. Um, when to- when Tom King started his run, 
and there was uh there was what was it i think it was like volume three i am bane i was just floored i mean we we saw it in uh volume two where you know i am suicide Mm -hmm. but just the whole setup with bane to see him used again and in my to me used properly you know to where like bane has this scheme he's this big bad dude you know and he's he's going to give it he's going to give it to batman again you know yeah I was I was so excited. I'm like, oh man, Tom, you're using Bane. This is amazing <laughs> because I'm. How old are you, JJ? I'm 35. All right, you're 35. I'm four. I just turned 40 this year. When Nightfall came out, I was just in the groove of my uh, of of hitting my geek stride, right? And like Batman was was my jam, you know. Right after yeah. the death of Superman, I missed out. I knew Superman died, and I. I was all about catching up to his uh, his uh, resurrection and the reign of the Superman, but then I was able to pick up from the ground floor with uh, Nightfall. Yep. Man, so this 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 just speaks directly to my childhood, to everything that got me in the comic books. So, um, well, let me ask you before we get into the the episode proper: um, mm-hmm. were you were you a fan of like the Tom Hardy Bane from Dark Knight Rises? Oh. Dude. <laughs> I was. I loved it. I loved okay. it. I ate it up. I ate it up. And I got to tell you, uh, the voice didn't bother me at all. Um, yep. The fight that with him and uh, Batman, uh, the first fight in the sewers, mm-hmm. and it just goes quiet. It's just brutal. I mean, yep. I remember sitting, I literally remember sitting in my seat in the theater. Just, I knew what was going to happen, but yeah. just the way it was portrayed and the ferocity. And uh, just being oh, like that, you know, and it was just, it, it really took my breath away sincerely. So I, I, I agree. Um, I remember it's, it's such a departure from other, you know, the, the, you know, on this tangent for, for another minute or two, um, you know, the, it's the first time in a Batman movie up until that point, there's no music during the fight, you know, the, and the lighting is really harsh and it's the first mm-hmm. time in any of the movies that we really see Batman overpowered, you know, it's, yes. it's one thing when it's like the scarecrow or the Joker in the other movies, but to have this hulking man just destroy him. And when he lifted him up and broke his back, I, you know, I just remember gasping out loud going, yeah. I can't believe they, they did that. They, they, yeah. they brought that moment to life. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 They, they really did. He's like, Victory has defeated you. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Because to me, it looked like he was hitting him as, as hard as, you know, he hit anybody previous two movies. But right. Bing was, was just shrinking it down. So, Yeah. It, and it makes a, it, it made that character that much more menacing when he dispatches the hero really quickly. And, it, you know, and that's what happens in the comic, you know, too, that having Bane not just be this brute like he was in Batman and Robin, which, you know, was... Mm-hmm. Oh, it's disgusting. You know, it is what it is for that, you know, like whatever. But it's like, here's the, but here's the animated series that found a way to, you know, keep all of it, keep Bane smart and a brute and uh, just genuinely terrifying, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I loved the, uh, you know, they, they had a good, I think, compromise uh, with his mask, right? You know, so you could mm-hmm. see his mouth and everything, and which I didn't, I don't think I really picked up on until like a rewatch, right? You know, I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, like in the comics, Bane's mask takes over his whole face, right? Um, mm-hmm. Whereas, like in the the show, they 
you know, they did away with that, which is, uh, which is pretty great. I think the mask is still cool to this day. Like yeah. if he wore, if he wore the same, if he wore the same mask in the comics now as he did back then, I'd be like, yeah, I'm in. All right. Yeah. Let's be. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's such a, it's such a rich character too. You know, is it, he has an interesting backstory, you know, and I've done an episode on him on the show before. And, you know, so he has a good backstory he, and his motivation, you know, it, it just, it, it makes sense. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't feel necessarily contrived. Like with Superman and Doomsday, like, sure, it's just, it's pretty much just a brawl. But with right. this, it's, it's a game of wits because Bane is just as smart as Batman. And that, that's what is scary about it when he manipulates all the villains, you know, breaks them out of prison, they're all running loose and Batman gets overwhelmed. And then Bane is mm -hmm. like, well, now's my chance to strike. And it's just, um, and you know, and knowing that he's Bruce Wayne too, which the, the yes. episode doesn't do. Right. Um, which I think was smart. I don't, I think I, I because you know, I, I think the the show did it did it right. Where I think the only villain that ever finds out he's Batman, I think, is only is Rachel Gould in the in the animated series. Yeah, good memory. Uh, yeah. But uh, but not uh, so it's so that's that's one detail that that didn't happen. But I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's missed. You know what I mean? I'm not like I'm like oh man, it'd be so much better if this happened. Like I'm so captivated by the story that I'm just like you know. Where are you taking me? You know what I mean. <laughs> right, right. Do you remember the first time you saw this episode? Uh, I I don't really. I I remember. I remember being in my grandma's house when I was a little kid because we didn't have cable, and this was when they were doing reruns on uh, Kids WB, so we didn't have the WB mm -hmm. channel. But I remember being at my grandma's house and and you know and and watching you know reruns of Batman every afternoon. And, and there was, uh, and I remember seeing, and that must've been the first time I saw it. And I knew who Bane was because I read some of the comics, uh, when, you know, when I was a little kid, I must've been about 10 at the time. And I was just like blown away by it. Like, like man, this guy's awesome. Like, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. you know, and then I think I, I remember having all the toys. So even if I didn't know who they were, they, you know, I'm just smashing them together. Right. Um, but it's, but yeah, the character was just so, uh, yeah, it was so interesting, and and somebody, and right off the bat, the, the smart thing they did is show him, you know, kick the shit out of Killer Croc. <laughs> mm -hmm. So it's like, oh, if he can do that to Killer Croc, who's given Batman trouble in the past, then what else is he capable of? Especially what he does to the Batmobile, right? It's yeah, it's, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when I first saw this this episode. I remember. Um, being absolutely floored because in my heart of hearts, I knew that they weren't going to do Nightfall, but I was like, right. they're using Bane? Yeah. Wow! Mm -hmm. Oh, man. And I was, I remember being just so, so very, very excited watching this for the first time. And, uh, you know, even the look is, is kind of similar. And then right. there's, there's, um, toward the end when he has Batman over his head like this. And I'm like, no way, no way. Yep. It was, I was enthralled. I, I was, I was just, I can't believe I'm watching this on TV. So. Yeah. You know, and at that point there's so much history with, you know, with Batman and, and, and the other partners really, you know, and there's, um, um, 
you know, it, it, you know the, at that point, Tim Drake was Robin. Uh, yeah. So the show kind of took its liberty with Dick Grayson was still Robin. But I think what was great about it was showcasing that, you know, showcasing Robin as an important part of the the, the Bane's plan, right? You know, and right. It, it's so interesting to, you know, like Candace is trying to take his mask off and he's like, no, 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 don't take his mask off. It's a, it's a symbol of honor or whatever. And yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, okay. Like this guy has a twisted sense of morality. Well, maybe not morality, but he has a, he has a code, I guess is the best way to put yes. it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of how he is in the comic books. And, you know, have you ever read like uh, Secret Six that Gail Simone wrote? I actually bought it uh, not too long ago, and I've heard outstanding things. Hence, why I bought it, and it's it's on my it's on my stack read list. So I got like six stacks. So yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> um, but but it's it's really great stuff, and and I like the idea of Bane being, you know, a somewhat reformed in it because Secret Six is essentially a. a another version of like the suicide squad. And I remember hoping to see Bane in a suicide squad movie. You know, a lot of people were fan casting mm -hmm. like, uh, like Dave Batista and they'd probably be great. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be awesome. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's such a, uh, it's such an interesting character because he just, you know, like that, like that's you know, kind of like the Joker, right? Like that's his name. He's Bane, you know? And, in seeing like in, in Dark Knight Rises, right? You know, seeing like Morgan Freeman and uh, Michael Caine say names, just call talking about him and calling him Bane, just gave me this weird chill, right? You know, I was like, I was like, these like Academy Award winning amazing thespians, right, are saying Bane. <laughs> yes, it is awesome. <laughs> you did. You know what? I never thought of that. Never occurred to me. But you're a hundred percent right. Who in a million years would imagine uh, either of them? Mm. You know, uh, seeing Morgan Freeman in uh, Shawshank Redemption, and you right. know, twenty years later, he's going to say, "Bane." Like, right. Oh. It's so. it, it, and he's such a uh, you know, it's it's such a good episode because that what what these what the goal was with these episodes was they really wanted to make just little movies. And I think, mm -hmm. for the most part, they really succeeded. They made really captivating stories, you know. Like, you know, this one doesn't really have Bruce Wayne in it, um, but I. But again, he's not missed because we we're just like, oh no, this is this is just a Batman story where this is, you know, the unstoppable force and the immovable object. You know, it's a very mm -hmm. kind of classic story trope. Um, and I think in my little kid brain, I was. Happy that Batman won in the end because it mm -hmm. bums because it, the comic bummed me out. At least I don't think I didn't read it when I was a kid, but I remember hearing about it and being bummed like, oh, Batman got beaten? Like, that's not okay. He's Batman, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it, but seeing, but seeing them, you know, adapt, adapt him the way they did and really faithfully, you know. Well, um, even, yeah, even from, uh, um, I'm looking at a page right now from the Omnibus. Where uh, Tim Drake is, you know, riding a train, spying, and Bane comes up behind him, yeah, and he kidnaps him, right? And then he's got him basically in the sewers over the water, and then that's when Killer Croc comes up on him and whoops up on Killer Croc. But that's even the inspiration for, uh, you know, Candace. You know, uh, when him and Cand it made me uh, reminisce to this when him and Candace were fighting in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
um, that that line is is so funny to me. He's like, "Come here, sweetie. I want to discuss yeah. something with you." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." And, yeah. and she kind of yeah. and it's just so funny the way he says it and the way she looks at him. I'm just like, "Oh, damn! Like that's it's kind of sexy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you she, know, she she takes off her her heels and yep. she's all about it. Yeah, it it's Come uh, here, sweetie. Ah. <laughs> so it's so funny. Oh my gosh, um, but uh, th- they have such a it's such a, a '90s guy line too, and, and yeah, it makes yeah. me laugh when 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 Batman says, "You know, he trashed my car, Alfred." You know, between a couple of guys, that's personal. And I was just like, "That's real personal." Yeah. And I was like, is this, yeah. "I was like, what am I watching? Home Improvement right now?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it had that kind of vibe, but it's it's kind of a cheesy line. But I also, I, I because it's Kevin Conroy, like he could oh, yeah. he could deliver, he could read the phone book as Batman. And I'd Seriously. say it was captivating, you know. <laughs> Seriously, have have you ever met him? Yeah, yeah, a couple times. Yeah, I met him one time in um, what was it? I think it was New York Comic Con uh, twenty fifteen, mm-hmm. and I waited on this super long line, man. Oh yeah, super yep. long. Uh, I think it was like I, I think I was in line for like two hours. Yep. But when I finally got up to him, I was I was like I was melting inside. And, you know, I'm wearing a Batman shirt and, uh, you know, he signs a thing. He comes out. We take a picture together. I was glowing. I was absolutely glowing. Just a yep. gentleman, too. Gentleman of God. He's, he's, such a, he's such a great guy. And he's uh, – it, 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 you can tell that he genuinely loves being there and, and being, you know, with, uh, with the fans, um, which, which makes me happy because I, I had heard for a long time he was trying to get away from Batman. And really? and I I don't know if that's true or not, but mm. I think probably what happened was with like with when social media kind of blew up and you know conventions were more than just because like you know back in like the nineties and early two thousands like if if you were uh, you know go if you were a celebrity at a comic book convention yeah. that meant your your career yeah. was kind of over yeah 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 whereas like yeah. nowadays it's it's like encouraged to go. Because first of all, they can make a lot of money, but second, but also because you, you do get to interact with the fans, um, and I can tell that him probably just being a a theater actor anyway, you know, that's that's where he that's where he thrives. You know what I mean? Have Have you heard his um his uh, interview from years ago on Batman on Batman with Kevin Smith? No, no, I, I didn't listen to a, a lot of that. What I feel like I missed out on. A lot of those uh, Kevin Smith things. <laughs> yeah, if if you can, I know if you go on his website and I think you become like a five dollar a month minimum like member, you can get all the old episodes. Okay, but I remember I remember uh, when that episode came out and I listened to it. Amazing, he talks about his childhood, his mom. You know, yep. um, like by the time I met him at the Comic Con, I felt like I knew him from that. Yeah. You know? No, I, I've I've heard those inter- I've heard interviews like that. Uh, he was on, uh, you know, Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, uh, and he mm-hmm. and he talked about his kind of strange relationship with his father and um, how he he was with his father when he passed, and he was and he said that he was really grateful for that because he has no ghosts, and I was right. like, that's that's such a rare thing too, isn't it? You know, to to kind of feel like okay, like I didn't have this great relationship with my father, but I'm at peace with how it ended you know you know we can you know uh not to get too terribly deep but one can only hope right <laughs> right i, uh, I agree I but agree. but you know it's it's great with these these shows because they 
you know, because Kevin is such a great actor. And <clears throat> I mean, it's just so like him and Lauren Lester, uh, Henry Silva that plays uh, Bane. They are those guys, you know, like I, I think, I think Henry Silva did the best thing of, of all the ones that I've heard in animation. I, I agree. Yeah. Cause he yeah. wasn't over the top. His performance was subtle. Mm-hmm. Like you could believe this, like he was so confident in who he was as Bane. You could believe that this guy really, that, that really is Bane. You know, yeah. his, his voice was fantastic. His portrayal. I, I, I definitely agree. I think the other ones, if he's a 10, the other ones are like, Maybe like a nine or an eight, right? Um, yeah. Especially in the the new Batman Adventures, uh, the actor's name is escaping me, but I don't think it was Henry that that came back. Um, no. So he was he was just in this episode, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the other guy I remember uh, what was it in? Um, what was it? Fear uh, when um, when Bruce imagines that Barbara died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The over the edge episode. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, and he's like, uh, what else but the a killer of children? You know, that guy hey. says to him. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's such a, and, you know, and, and I think that's what's great about this character is that he's just, he's just very direct. You know, he's not, he's, he's <clears> messing <throat> with Batman, but he's not doing it for fun. He's doing it because he's trying to catch his prey, you know. Um, You're right. Good, good point. Good point. You know, we, we we were talking, you know, yesterday uh, when we were texting about um, like the Spider-Man animated series and how, you know, they 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 were really they had they were kind of handcuffed with what they could do in their animated series. You know, so when they brought in Carnage, like he couldn't really be a murderer. You know, <laughs> so he's yeah, just... off, off screen, off screen. Yeah. Right, right. So he's stealing people's life forces for Dumamu, you know, and mm-hmm. and all that. Mm-hmm. And it's it, and it and it works mm-hmm. for the show. It's fine. He still looked cool. Um and it still got me into the character when I was a kid. But I love that that Bane, you know, the the Batman producers, they just said to hell with it. Bane is going to be he's going to be from the comics and he's going to be this hulking monster that Batman, you know, is going to have to work to to beat, which you know, outside of like, you know, the, the robots from like Heart of Steel, we've never really mm-hmm. seen Batman had to sweat as much. You know what I mean? Right, right. I love, I love when uh, he says, uh, he goes, "Scream my name," and yeah. Kevin says, "Never." I, such I, a line. I got chills during that. You know, he just, you know, and and he's even bloodied up, which was like a no no. Yeah, you know. I, you mentioned that you were, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I was like, wow. When I watched it the other night, I was like, wow, they're actually showing Batman bloodied. Yeah. Like, this is super intense. Yeah. It, I mean, it was for all intents and purposes, it was, you know, Kevin Conroy talks about it all the time, you know, in interviews and stuff. He says the show was made for prime time, you know. That, that's probably how they got away with some of these, like, standards and practices, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, I, to me, it's like, yeah, but you're not showing him like bruised and deformed like a John Romita Jr. you know guy that's been punched up a lot like Kick Ass or something. Right. You know, you're you know, I, I think that adds uh, another layer of reality that we as the audience, even as little kids, like I'm not, I, I'm I'm not scared because I'm seeing blood. I'm scared because my hero is going to lose. You know, yes. that's and that's something that you know. It, it, I think it took. 
up until now, really, for <laughs> some of these, uh, you know, studio heads to go, okay, we can, we can show these guys get, get bloodied up a little bit, and it's not mm-hmm. going to traumatize any children, you know? Right, right, right. Well, the, the only time I remember, other than that, of him, you know, bleeding, quote unquote, was in, uh, you know, Mask of the Phantasm, which was made for the theater, right. you know, when he's fighting Joker. And the, the little plane saw, you know, come by and like clip him on his arm. Yep. And then the Joker's, uh, you know, tooth gets knocked out and he's bleeding. Right. So this is all. And then this this is the first animated episode I remember um, that that they showed that they showed blood. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it just it it adds to the uh, it it adds to the to the drama, to the tension, you know, to the, to the suspense of it. Um the the only part of the episode that that bugs me a little bit is uh is just like the the pulse pounding you know when he oh that was over- weird yeah it's just was weird it's it's that's that's weird. when that's one of the only instances where I can think they went super cartoony with it and it's super. a little and it's a little weird but but also uh, part of the reason I laugh is I always think of um, on Kids WB when they were showing Batman the animated series and and the new Batman Adventures they would recut some of the scenes and make a commercial out of it so yes. they recut uh do, do you remember these mm-hmm. um and one of the I, one of the ones i have such vivid memories of because i thought it was so damn funny was uh it's like the almost got em villains and yeah. they're having like villain tryouts and like what's your name he's like i'm bane he's like, it's like what do you do he's like i pump up venom and i you know and i get real strong and then they cut to him like exploding and the Joker goes, oh, okay. Well, who's next? <laughs> and it, it's just, oh my gosh, I gotta, I gotta find those. Um, I remember now that, that, now that you, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I was, I was saying um, one thing about about in the in the cartoon when he first puts pumps the venom, and and you see his shadow get bigger and bigger when he's about to fight Croc. Right. I was trying to remember if it was like that in the comics, and in the comics correct me if i'm wrong he was just he would pump it and just get stronger like i didn't i don't recall seeing like his physical his physical demeanor um i yeah i I don't think so i think i think it was he just always looked like a kind of like a hulking mass right you know right right it was like steroids on demand you know when he would put the venom in but that was that was a nice touch i i I think so too because it, it shows it shows the audience right away that um you know, th- this isn't just a, a big, strong guy. Like, this is a guy that is going to get stronger and scarier. And, you know, and if Killer Croc is scared, like I said, like, you know, he's he's given Batman trouble before. He's stronger than Batman. So here's a guy who's stronger than Killer Croc, as smart as Batman. Like, what the, f- you know? <laughs> right. like, how, how are you going to get out of this one? You know what I mean? <laughs> Sure, sure. Well, I I love um, even even at the beginning of, of the episode, you know, when you see Bane get off the plane, mm-hmm. they're they're visually telling us so much because you see even the uh, flight attendant when he goes to get under the door, her face like yeah. that, and then he comes down. He's got his bag, and the guy uh, has to use two hands, you know, mm-hmm. the, the goon to put right, him right. into the into the trunk. And you see, I think um, when he got into the car, I think they even showed like how the car went down. Yeah, yeah. So they're telling us so much just in that that quick little thing. It it's uh, it's it's really good storytelling because it it gives us everything we need to know in just a just a like ninety seconds, right? 
seriously it did it super fast too it was just like oh here's big strong guy he came from somewhere he's getting off the plane even the steward even the flight attendant is freaked out by how big he is mm-hmm. you know and then the the uh, tough guy can't even get into into the trunk and then what about when um when thorn shows him the uh, diamonds and he's like uh do not worry mr thorn and he hits the uh, punching bag and flies into the into the weights yeah because you, know? you know it's it's funny seeing Rupert Thorne, you know, you almost feel like there's a little bit of, like, insecurity there. He's trying to work out and, and look right. cool and tough, but, like, Bane is, uh, you know, 100 times tougher. And, yeah. and you know, it makes me think of, uh, I've been watching uh, Mythic Quest on Apple. Uh, have you seen that show? No, I'm not aware. Um, there was, uh, it's the same guys that created It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, oh, Okay. And so the guy who plays Mac from that, Rob McElhenney, he's one of the, he's one of the main characters. And there's a bit where he meets one of the other employees who's like a foot taller than him, and he keeps trying to like show how tough he is, and he's like <laughs> working out, and and the guy's like, oh, and the guy's like, oh yeah, I don't really work out, but you know, I was in the Marines and I did all this, and and he's just like feels so emasculated, and it's just. It's it's that kind of it's always sunny humor where like these these big these like stupid men with you know big egos sure. you know, just feel you know they they get taken down by anybody pretty quick. Um, certainly, certainly. Well, Bane but, was certainly not that. He was. <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's just he's somebody that uh, he, he's somebody that I think can can get away with um, just, I don't want to put it like, sort of like Doomsday where he can come in, mess everything up and then kind of go away. But I, but you know, you were talking about, you know, like city of Bane earlier that it's not necessarily that he comes in and, you know, he comes in and ruins everything, but he, but he also stays for the spoils. Right. Um, right. Whereas I think Bane could get away with just leaving. Um, it's, you know, I don't think anything I said makes any sense, actually. <laughs> um, but but you know what I mean. It's like you know. He, no, I get it. I get it's it. it's cool to to have a villain that he's going to show up, mess things up, and then there's there's a genuine feeling of like, well, what now? Like, how do, how do we deal with this now? You know, right. like the, the Nightfall did that very very well, um, showing what it's like without Batman, and it's you know. If you thought Gotham was scary before, without Batman, it's scarier, you know. Well, I what I miss long form stories like this in comics, mm-hmm. and uh, you know now it's kind of like three issues or six issues in the punchline. Yeah, because yeah. I guess I guess attention spans are shorter amongst sure. newer readers. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas this, like this, there's just so much detail being sitting and watching TV. You know, Bane, uh, uh, Bane sitting and watching TV and telling his three henchmen what to do. You know, there's just so much story given to us to where it just fills like every gap of, of what what we're we're heading to. You know, even uh, Batman, you know, sitting in the shadow after he's uh, foiled another crime. You know, he's taking a breath because he's so tired. Yeah. You know, this it was just I I miss this this sort of of uh, storytelling like this epic like just nothing nothing left in the weeds whereas now it's just kind of like boom 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 yeah well it's it it was nice then because the 
the stories were were all interconnected, you know. So it wasn't just like this was going in the Batman title. This was in Batman mm-hmm. and Detective, and you know, uh, you know, I think, I think Shadow of the Bat, Shadow of the Bat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was my pitch for <laughs> what if Ben Affleck had done a solo Batman movie? That's what they should have called his Batman movie. You know, oh, that would have been great, man. Uh, because. They were like, oh, they're calling it the Batman. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's lame. They should do something else. And I think somebody on Twitter was like, what should they call it? And I said, Shadow of the Bat. Um, just like, you know, they called Superman, you know, Man of Steel. Like, that's cool. Like, let's change it up here and there. And don't get me wrong, I loved the Batman, the movie. And the title, mm-hmm. I think, works for that movie. But when mm-hmm. it was Ben doing it, I was like, eh, you know. But as a whole other conversation for another day. <laughs> oh, I could, I could jump down that, uh, I could follow you down that rabbit hole. We had, um, we had uh, Sean O'Connell on on, uh, on my YouTube channel, uh, Sheehan uh, Comics is Dead. And Sean was on just recently, this past week, and we were going down the rabbit hole. Is Affleck like back? Is he not back? This and that, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, yeah. There's uh, my my buddy, uh, I, I think we're mutuals, uh, Nico. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nico Caruso. Shout out. Shout uh, out to Nico. I, I mention him far too much. It's, it's a little creepy, but <laughs> but uh, I loved those um, you know people. It was the the drunk girl like yelling at her boyfriend, yeah, at, at like the concert yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um. And and my pitch for it was like why the Martha scene works. You know, like no, yeah. see because both yeah. their names are Martha and blah blah blah. But Nico yeah. had the best one. I thought where it was. Uh, I think it was his. Uh, no, it was his. Um, where it was just, uh, it was, no, you see, he said he was done being Batman, and then he came back in the Flash, yes. and then he came, yes. and now he's going to be an Aquaman, and I just yes. floored. I was like, oh my gosh, like, that is all of us right now, isn't it, yes. <laughs> you know? I, it's funny, because I, I remember that, and, and, I, and I, I tweeted him back, I was like, bravo, bravo, yep. sir, bravo, yep. like, that was just so well done, <laughs> so well done, seriously. Um. Let me, you know, to, to kind of change gears here just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So your Twitter handle, the uh, BTS Reunion, where where mm-hmm. does that come from? Other than obviously you want to see a reunion for these, char- for these yeah. uh, characters yeah, and actors. Yeah, that's what it was. I, um, I really wanted to see. I was so happy, by the way, when the name wasn't taken. Because <laughs> that's like this whole thing was my childhood. This is something that brought me such great joy. And if I could ever see a reunion, um, you know, even just to get a little morsel of something that was super silly with Harley Quinn and Batman, yeah. you know, when Lauren, Lauren Lester came back, like that was, that was like therapy to me. So, yeah, I, I, I wasn't a, a fan of that movie necessarily, but the, uh, but the fact that it was them again, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, Melissa Roush, uh, I think I'm saying she did great. I know. I thought she was great. I just, uh, mm-hmm. that was and not even that I missed Arlene Sorkin or even Tara Strong, who I think is the, you know, just as good as Arlene Sorkin, you know. If that, Tara if Strong can... is, so, is so beautiful. She's oh. just such a pretty lady. Oh, my gosh, yes. <laughs> and it's, really is. it's not okay because I'm pretty sure she's like 50 or something, you know. Well, you can tell. I mean, bless her heart, you know. I'm sure I'm sure you're listening, Tara. Bless your heart. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you can tell she's had just a little bit of work done, but she's still beautiful. Oh yeah, there's. Well, I've seen women her age or older that have had work done that it it yeah. doesn't look good on them. Um, no, no, and no. Whereas some women, I think, like I'd say this about Catherine Hahn that she, I think, is aging gracefully, and I think she looks amazing. Um, 
but uh but even men do that too right you know like john stamos you know i look at him and i'm just like man you were really trying to still be uncle jesse aren't you <laughs> seriously seriously can can you imagine how much how much the uh, hair product bill is for that guy I, you know, that that's probably why they did Fuller House, you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he, had to, yeah. he had to pay for all that, <laughs> um, which again, you know, like we were talking off mic uh, about uh, the, the new Pinocchio and I said, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, when people were kind of ragging on Fuller House, like it's just like Full House. I'm like, that's exactly what I that's wanted and, right. and that's what I got. And I was happy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I, I was totally fine with it. Like, is it super cheesy? Just like the old show? Yep. Is that sure. exactly what I wanted? Yep. You know, like mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. wrong with some comfort food every now and then, right? Certainly. I mean, that's why I bought the, um, you know, the uh, Batman collection, the animated uh, series on Blu-ray. You know, yeah, I, I did, I did as well, despite having HBO Max and having the DVDs. Yep. And <laughs> me too. So it, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Like it, right you know, because you. there's something about like having the physical copies and having the, you know, feeling like a collector. That's I know that, that it, it, I know it's a, it's a special kind of feeling that maybe somebody would look at us and go, "Wow, you guys are wasting your money." But it's like, yeah, but like you can't take it with you, right? <laughs> Correct. Well, I think I think the uh, the you know, as you mentioned, the nostalgia factor. Like, I I'll 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 lay in bed and I'll I'll put on one of the cartoons, you know, mm-hmm. before I'm about to go to sleep, so it's dark and it's just Batman and me. You know, yeah. it's just kind of like I'm I'm in my safe space. You know, it, it's really relaxing. I remember um, years ago, a girl, uh, a girl that I that that I was seeing, we're in bed together, and she's like, "Why do you want to watch this?" <laughs> I was like, "You don't understand." So after a while, like she'd be like, "Oh, are you gonna put on Batman cartoons?" I'm like, "Yeah, check it out." You know, and she'd lay him lay on my chest, and and we'd watch the Batman cartoon before we went to sleep. You know, it's uh. I brought it with me everywhere. No shame. No shame to my game. You know? No, it, it's uh, and I think that that it's it speaks to the longevity of the show that we're we're sitting here having this conversation about it. But we also, I don't feel, uh, you know, at least that no shame. But I, but I feel like when I show it to somebody, I showed it to somebody I was at the very least interested in. Like, hey, we should we should watch an episode, and you know, I was like, that's that's where you made your move. <laughs> exactly, uh, but no way. Uh, we, you know, it's like oh, we'll just. You know, like, that sounds like a Zednik, by the way. Like something <laughs> Zednik would do. He, he, I'm sure he has. Uh, oh, I'm sure. You, but, you have to, you have to ask him about his uh, ninja popcorn movie. But, oh, but anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, I'll text him about it when we're done here. Uh, he, yeah, uh, do it, do it. But I put on the uh, well. We watched the Mask of the Phantasm. Because I said mm-hmm. I think this is just as good as like the Dark Knight, if not better. And okay. then, and we watched uh, the the baby doll episode because I said this is legitimately one of my favorite episodes of the show because it it has this really it, it does what the show does it it's, it it should look cartoony it should look weird it should look you know just like kind of just just entertainment but there's so much more to it. And I think that about about this episode, you know, there's, it's it's not just dumb fun. It's it's really good. You know, you see that, you know, Batman. Like I said before, Batman has to struggle to win. Um, Robin has to has to you know fight for his life, right? And 
um, and Killer Croc gets overtaken really quickly. It's it's stuff that right in in you know in just like a twenty minutes we get mm-hmm. this really exciting, really like holy shit, like what did I just watch? Kind of thing right. where it's right. it's you know and. It's funny because I was reading that the producers didn't want to use Bane because they thought he was too like one note, and and mm. I can see where you might think that, but it's also like th- what they did really really well was okay. Well, if we're going to use these characters, let's let's spread them out, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I I think the only character that I didn't that I think you know kind of got the short end of the stick in my opinion is Rachel Ghoul because they used him a lot really quick. Um, and so not all those demons, episodes. demons quest is, is uh, one that I go back to often. I really love the way they adapted that and let Denny, Denny write it, you yep. know, like his own story from the comics and he adapted his story to the cartoon. Yeah. That's, that might be my favorite storyline in, in the animated series. That, you know, that was one that, that, uh, that I did with uh, my friend Lance and we, uh, and I was very and after I watched that one, I wanted to watch the other racial Ghoul episodes, just like mm-hmm. it would watch the, you know, doing like a Joker one. It's like, well, there's like a bunch of Joker ones, you know, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, watch one Scarecrow episode. Well, now I want to watch the other ones because they, they, they did a good job of spacing these out so well that, you know, when Bane in, in the, because he's not in the rest of the, this series, he comes back in New Batman Adventures. They brought him back and it's just like, oh, there's Bane again. Like, what what are they going to do? How are they going to top it? And, and of course, like I thought they did something really, really exciting with Bane was they put him in the the Superman episode when Superman that was is, cool. that <laughs> is was impersonating cool. Batman. What was it nighttime? I think it was called nighttime. Uh, yes, yes. Um, yeah, really one of the the best uh, Superman episodes, you know, <laughs> because because it is a mm-hmm. Superman episode as opposed to Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Robin says he's been working out. He's yeah, been working out. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I I think what what makes it work is that it's a very, in this case, it's a very straightforward story. Like there's, you know, there's sort of the, the monster chasing the hero and he's got to fight. He's got a, you know, fight or flight kind of, kind of ishness to it. Right. Um, but I, I love that we get to, um, we get to see this, this unique character that, you know, it, and again, like Doomsday, it was smarter than to say, well, if somebody's going to be Batman, we can't just have it be the Joker. We can't just have it be the Riddler. Like, oh, finally they won, right? It's like, no, 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 this is, this has to be a new person that comes in and shakes everything up. And that's... But they, they even gave him a backstory. Yeah. You know, like, he didn't just show up and say, I'm Bane, or like Doomsday. I remember reading reading that, and, uh, you know, he's just coming from some somewhere in the ground where he punched himself out of a metal, you know, like <laughs> right, encasement. Right. Whereas Bane, it was like, no, this is where he came from. This is what he went through. This is why he's motivated. You mm-hmm. know? So they really fleshed this guy out. Um, <clears throat> it's it's really great because you know, the, we don't we don't, I think for the animated series, we didn't need all that. And, no. but we still get glimpses of it. Right? You know, just the way like Henry Silva plays the character, just you know, he keeps saying, "I, you know, I will break him," and it, you know, just the way he, I don't know. A lot of it is more the the animation gets to do a lot of the work for him, but mm-hmm. he also, you, you get to see he just <clears throat> owns he's, his character. He's 
you you can tell that that it, he's been sleeping on it. Like this isn't his, the first time he's thought of Batman. You know, yeah. from wherever from wherever he came from. You know, and Santa Prisca and uh, Project Gilgamesh. You know, when they're all watching on the back computer. Yeah, yeah. One of one of my favorite um, most dramatic moments is when um, going back to when Bing got Robin and he's got his his uh, suit when Bing when Batman's in uh, in uh, what's her name again. Candace. Thank you. When he's in her apartment, yeah, and Bane calls him on the phone, and he looks out through the, and you see his face, <gasps> and it's Robin's suit, and then he just grabs the ottoman, throws it through the window, and takes off. It was like, whoa. Yeah, you yeah. It, it's, I mean, enough can't be said about just, it, like I said, it's funny that they were so, they might have been hesitant to bring him on, but when they they did, they they gave him. It's they, like we're gonna do it. One, it. Yeah, if we're going to do it once. We're going to do it great, and and they really did. I think, you know, th this is a this is a standout episode, and and I don't know. I always love the idea. This is me being a little weird. Where like I love episodes that are named after ahead, a character. Be, be weird. Be weird, JJ. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, like, you know, because like Arrow did it a few times. Like the, the when they introduced the Suicide Squad, it's called the Suicide Squad. You know, and right, uh, you know, stuff like that. I just think is kind of cool uh, because it it. There's a, I don't know, I don't know why I think this, but I always felt like it added some legitimacy to it, for some mm -hmm. reason. Like, like, oh, like this episode is Bane, like it's about Bane, um, and and it really is. It doesn't, uh, you know, because the joke I always make is like, I love Batman Returns, but but he didn't return. He was he was no. still there, you know. <laughs> he was always there. Yeah. yeah. Now he just stuffed dynamite down people's pants and threw them in the sewers. Well, you know, like I had it coming. <laughs> oh, he, he certainly did. He certainly did. <laughs> um, I, I agree. But, you know, it, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting, you know, with, uh, with the Bane character, because, you know, they, they've done him in other animated stuff, like the, the Batman animated show. I wasn't, I, I wasn't super crazy about that version. Um, mm -hmm. Like, Visually interesting, I guess, but yeah. you know, it's like the, every, every animated series past Betaz is just playing second fiddle. It's great. It's like I do really like the Batman, and I let and I like Batman Brave and the Bold and Beware the Batman, all that stuff. But it's just like, nah, man. Like this was, yeah, this was number one and number one yeah. for a reason. Yeah, I I I still remember the um, the uh, card. You know the uh, when they would show the title, the title card, and it was just uh, Bane Shadow, and where he broke open the wall, and it was just yeah. like Bane, and just like whoa, like they like, didn't show who he was or like what he looked like, yeah, just this massive hulking guy who put a hole in the wall. And yeah, this is what we're gonna see. And you know the fact that he's he's human is is interesting too because again he's just you know it. It makes him that much scarier. He's willing to go to any lengths to win. Yeah, um, just like just like Bruce, you know. Right, and and I love that uh, the kind of the like that's what, like the ultimate way to stop him is just to you know you know throw a batarang into his you know <laughs> venom port and then it just yeah overloads him. <laughs> yeah, I re I remember watching um, uh, Justice League Doom, and oh, there's, yeah. there's there's that cool fight scene between Batman and uh, Bane. 
and Jeff, I was listening to Jeff Johns and Mike Cronin in the commentary. Mm-hmm. And so Batman does that with the with the battering, and Johns is like, you know, maybe we should work on that and not make it so easy. Because <laughs> I I feel I don't I don't know if I've seen this somewhere before or what, but I always thought if instead of having that big uh, hose that Batman could just detach, mm-hmm. what if they put it on like his arm, his forearm? Yeah. And just and just he just cranked it and it went right into his bloodstream or something. To where that 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 can be done, or, or like, make more sense. Or like the Batman, where he has like a hidden compartment with a syringe, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. in in the Batman, they debunked that it was just adrenaline he shot up. But in my head canon, I think it's still venom. Throwing that out there. But <laughs> oh, me too. I, I that's what I said. I was sitting next to my friend. I'm like venom, venom, like that. Yeah. And you know, it's like. You know, I talked to, you know, Bill about it and everything. He's like, oh, you know, they, they debunked it, all that. And I was just like, okay, sure. All right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure they did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 That was an awesome scene, though, in the Batman, when he did that. And he yeah. got up and just like, rah! I think I counted, guy. I think I counted like 13 punches, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, he fucked that guy up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, and then... And then it was kind of disappointing, though. I mean, I get, I get that they had to get to on vengeance and for him to look. Uh, but you know, if you get hit thirteen times like that by a guy who's like on venom, yeah, I don't think you'd be awake. You know, so. I, I yeah, I think you're. Uh, I think most of your teeth would have been knocked out by then. Yeah, <laughs> the you wouldn't have been able to talk. Yeah, yeah it would have been like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Say, hold on, I'll write it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember, I'll text you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, but I, you know, I, I think uh, by getting back to the episode, you know, having, uh, I, I love the idea of having Rupert Thorne as one of, as you know, throughout the series, a, a, a main antagonist, and he's mm-hmm. just, and and Batman keeps beating him, but not only does Batman beat him in this one, but he kind of humiliates him too because he's like, Certainly. "Oh, he's like, oh yeah, you know." Also, you should check on Candace because she was planning to betray you. And yeah, he's like, "I call it better luck next time." Yeah, yeah. You know? and what it's, about your employer? Accidents do happen, you know. Yeah, and us. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, very, very much a Mr. Tussmacher kind of moment, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very much so. Very much so. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, and I think that 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 kind of stuff is, you know, it 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 makes the episode, it makes Batman's win that much more exciting because mm-hmm. you know throughout the episode, I remember the first time watching it, it's like, of course, I know Batman's going to be okay, but watching mm-hmm. it and going, like, but how's he going to get out of this one? That's great right. storytelling, you know. Right, most certainly, and go that that just struck a, a my memory bank. I remember um, a few months, probably like six months ago, or it's got to be a year now. And uh, the Long Halloween first came out. Uh, mm-hmm. Tim Sheridan. I remember I, I hit him up on Twitter and I said, "Tim, how about we do a two part uh, Nightfall story?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, "I." And he he tweeted me back. He was kind enough to do that. And he there was so much excitement in his words. And the gist of it was basically that he gave a thirty second elevator pitch, and uh-huh. uh, he. You know, he got turned down, but that was oh. definitely something on his radar. Because I think if you're going to do, I would genuinely love them to do Nightfall like they did Long Halloween, yep. but really invest in it. And of course, bring Kevin back and do, uh, you know, part one. And then maybe in part two, uh, combine um, the tail end of Nightfall with Night's Quest. 
Mm-hmm. And then just go part three right into Night's End. I, I would love that. I would love that so much. That would that would really, really be the icing on the cake. I, I remember being in the comic book store and seeing the three volumes of, you know, you know, Nightfall, Night Quest, Night's End, and having it be, you know, Bane pouncing on Batman, and then, you know, Azrael pouncing on Bane, and then Batman pouncing on Azrael, and I just thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, like, the story was told for me just looking at those pictures, you know, um, uh, his, I'm going to say his name wrong, but Mike Diodato? Diodato, yeah, you got it. Okay, good. Yeah. Because I, you know, if you listen to the Spider-Man book club, I am butchering everybody's name. Uh, I think the only one I get right is Stanley. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, I was very well done. much well done. Well done, Stanley. Perfect. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I loved those images, and I, and even now, you know, it's it's not a book I revisit frequently, but when I do, I it's it's one I just want to sit down for because, you know, and and I love DC Universe having it you know, be like, go into the story, you know, the, the, the storyline section or the story arc section, and it'll just put all the issues there. Because for me, I'm wow. just like, oh, well, this is perfect, you know, because I don't I don't have to go upstairs and look for it because I still have boxes that, even though I moved in a year ago, I have not unpacked. Because uh, who has the time? Um, make the time, I just don't. But, uh, <laughs> it, it you know, but it's so, uh, it's it's just so good, so well done. And it makes the... And it makes me just excited again. Like, you know, you know, I revisited before, like the city of Bane stuff. Cause it's like, man, like Tom King, he, and I've, I told him this to his face. I met him at a comic con. I said, I think, I think your writing is really good, but it was also kind of an acquired taste. Cause it's so different from how other books are written. Right. But I think that, that that's his secret strength. That that's what makes his stuff interesting where he can take what was done before and find this really new, interesting spin on it that makes me as a fan excited about, you know, just, you know, like when Bane and Batman fight again, he was like, he's like, you know, no masks, you know, no help, mm-hmm. you know, right. just, just you and me. And mm-hmm. I was just like, like, you know, shaking, reading the book going, oh, get him, yes. you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I feel you 100% when I bought that book, when I bought that volume, I was so excited. I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Yep. You know, and yep. I loved, um, I loved a few chapters before that where Bane, it was playing uh, insane and saying, I want my mommy. Meanwhile, Batman's kicking the crap out of him. And oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, that was an excellent twist by Tom King. You know, he's like, I know, I know what you're doing. And he's like, mommy, help me. You know, and it's like, wow. And, and it, and it ends with, you know, the kind of the camera zooming in and Bane smirking. Yeah. Just, yeah, with and, a puffed up face. Yeah, yeah, and just the you know, it's it's stuff like that where you just th- these are the villains you love to hate, right? You know, because mm-hmm. like they're but that's something Bane would do though. Oh Bane yeah, Bane would do something like that. Certainly. Oh, yeah, I bought it. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a uh, kind of like the Good Son a little bit. Now that I think about yeah. it, uh, in a mm-hmm. weird kind of twisted way, that movie was really effed up. <laughs> but uh, man, I I I remember watching that one time with my girlfriend at the time and being like, man, this movie's crazy. And she's like, this is why I don't want to have kids. And I was like, Oh boy, we might need to rethink this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jokingly, of course. Um, huh. Didn't matter. We broke up, but, um, but also I, I tried to watch it again, like years and years later. And I was like, no, I think this is a one time only kind of movie. <laughs> you know? Yes. 
Yes. Like I, yes. I, it just doesn't have the same effect, at least for me, twice. Um, and but I and I mean that in a good way. I don't, I'm not, you know, saying that in a bad way. I just think that's see it once, you're good. You know, at least for me. Um, that's how I felt with uh, Wonder Woman '84. That movie was so bad. Oh. <laughs> I, I not. I mean, bless your heart if if you like it, um, but. My personal taste, my my friend who I who I do the YouTube channel with, I tell him all the time. I'm like, listen, I would rather do, I would rather be tortured, you know, in 13 different ways and watch that movie again. And he <laughs>, laughs, and I'm like, no, I'm serious. That movie yeah. is so bad. He's like that because he hasn't seen it. And I'm like, don't even waste your time. Just it's don't. it's it's just one of those kind of a bummer because the cast is so good, you know. Uh, it's. How how you go the same star, the same director, um, and you tank it? How do you how do you do that? I mean, the only thing that I know is that a lot of Snyder's people got uh, you know taken off of the project. Hmm. You know, like even even the stunt guys. That's the only thing I can equate is you know maybe uh, you know a lot of what we saw in the first movie. I'm, I mean, obviously Snyder was tied into that. He was helping as the architect of the universe. Right, right. But whatever whatever they lost or he didn't bring because he wasn't on a producer anymore, that movie was bad. It was so bad. Uh, my my favorite description of it is uh, Will Friedle on his uh, I Hear Voices podcast where he mm -hmm. said, he said, how are you going to do, do a movie about the 80s with no 80s music? And I was uh, like, that's a really good point. <laughs> mm -hmm. It'd be really weird if Stranger Things didn't have, you know, running up that hill, right? You know, like it's right. it's a part of all that. But uh, but regardless, um, uh, Brian, this is this has been a total blast getting uh, getting to talk to you about about Bane, uh, you know, both the episode and the character, and this, you know, and and, and this really fantastic show that yes. just you know has has stood the test of time. That here we are. Sure you know, 35, 40 years old and we're, and we're still gushing about it, but differently than if we were like kids talking about it. Right. 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 It's like the best versions of ourselves met up in the middle and yeah. now we're just like, yeah, now, now we got like the uh, prime slices of meat. Um, I really, I, I love this stuff. This is uh, like I said, I still watch the cartoon, Yep. you know, at night, um, I'll I'll put that on, dude, and I'll I'll even sit here at my uh, desk and I'll just read while it plays in the background. And I hear Kevin's voice, you know. I'm just, it's just it it's it's just everything to me. It's it's um, it's you know like Batman was my best friend growing up, no matter what happened or you know, uh, uh, with my parents or or uh, in school to come home and just be with Batman. It was it was all I needed. It was and then. The, the cartoon, like, that's why I got into the books, too, is because it was like, all right, well, I'm watching it on TV. The show ended, but I can continue the adventure, you know, yeah. in, in whatever this uh, comic I, I bought that week. So, And it's, and I'm sure, just like me, it's it's Kevin Conroy that you're hearing. You know, it's, it's probably yes. Henry Silva that you're hearing, you know. Yes. Um, and it, you know, I, and th that's something th – the. I, I don't have that with live action actors, with the exception of J.K. Simmons. I do hear him as J. Jonah when I read a Spider Man. Um, That's funny. I never, I never hear any uh, live action either. So yeah, it's it's just you know, and, and no offense to all those guys like Keaton and Kilmer and even Clooney to an extent, you know, because I still liken him as real life Bruce Wayne. Um, 
you know, he's very much the Adam West Bruce Wayne, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's just, no, these are, these are the, like, these, these are the ones that maybe because it was animated and it just looked so much like the books, it, it just, it's stuck mm-hmm. in my brain that way, right? You know, to the point where when I've met Kevin Conroy, you know, I've had him sign Batman comic books that weren't even about the animated series. Um, you know, just, just like Batman on the cover. And, uh, and a, a note about that, I think I've talked about this in the show before, but, you know, that was the first time I ever got starstruck. I go to Comic-Cons, meet people, you know, I talk to them, make jokes. And, you know, I went up to him and he was like, hi, how are you? And I was like, hi, can you sign? Thank you. And he kind of was like taken aback and was like, okay. And then I was, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah. like, get it together, man. I was like, so anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the show. Love, you know, love your work, blah, blah, blah. I, I remember when I, when I met him that time I told you about earlier, I thanked him uh, for his patience because he hears the same thing all the time, sure. you know, but he, he still acts like it's the first time. Yeah. You know, and his attention is on you and he's listening to what you have to say. Right. And, and that's, uh, and, and I think he, he recognizes that, that we as the fans, you know, we, 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 we wait all this time to just to get a couple of minutes with him. And mm-hmm. in just those couple of minutes, and it just sounds so silly to say it out loud. And sometimes I think of it that way, but then once I'm there and once I've seen him talk to him, I, I walk away and I'm just, you know, like all the endorphins are leaking out. Yes. Just, oh. yes. Like I'm good yes. for the rest of the day, you know. <laughs> yes, I don't yes. even yes. I don't even need to eat today. Like I'm fine, <laughs> dude. Dude, seriously, seriously, it's it can be so uncomfortable standing in those lines. But mm. once once you once you do meet him, and anyone listening, if you haven't gotten a chance to meet Kevin and he comes to your town, go do yourself a favor and go. He's it's it's a great time. It's he's such a sweet dude, sweet man. He, he is and his his stories are his you know uh if you listen to interviews with him you know he he was roommates with robin williams he has amazing yeah. robin williams stories yeah. that's and, and mm-hmm. that's and that's amazing to me just these these really incredible stories and uh like robin williams was friend like and he was through robin williams kind of friends with christopher reeve so that's cool too you yeah. know <laughs> yeah like, yeah 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 they went to juilliard at the same time or something yeah, I think I think I think Reeves was a Reeve was a like a year or two ahead of him, something like yes, that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but yep. but so they mm-hmm. they knew each other at least, so that's cool. Um, I mean, you know, it does. It, it's just a weird like meta thing. Like obviously back then nobody knew, but you know, us as fans looking back now, going like Batman and Superman went to school together. You know? yeah, 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 totally. I, it's, it's quite the, it was quite the coincidence when I first heard it. I was like, wow, Batman and Superman in the same place. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I encourage everybody to check out those podcasts after you're done listening to mine. Uh, so, yes. First and uh, foremost. But, uh, but Brian, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, people are lighting, lighting the Brian signal, trying to get a hold of you. Where, where, can, they, where can they find you? Well, they'd, uh, they'd certainly be the first, probably. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Brian P. Brewster. Uh, also, uh, YouTube channel I just started with a good friend of mine is at Sheehan Comics on Twitter. On YouTube, it's Sheehan is Dead Comics. I encourage you to check that out. Give it a like. Give it a follow. Let let me know uh, how you like our content. And JJ, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for reaching out to me. It was very gentlemanly of you. Uh, I was kind of surprised. Like, oh, wow, cool. 
So I'm I'm sincerely I'm sincerely honored. I don't just tell you that. Thank you so much. Well, well, thank you for agreeing and uh, for being patient with me as we <laughs> had to oh, sure. reschedule a couple of times. Um, where I was like, yeah, I was, but then again, I I almost find it a good omen because a lot of times the rescheduled episodes tend to be some of the better ones. I don't yeah, know why. It's, it's like it's like marinating. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Um, it's just I don't know. It's one of those weird like. I don't want to say superstitious things because I'm not superstitious, but but I am a little stitious, you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, to quote Michael Scott there. But uh, but anyway, but thanks again, Brian. Um, as for me, you can find me at Four Comic Junkies on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, mostly Twitter. You can email me Four Comic Junkies at gmail.com. And folks out there, just just want to remind you that if you're looking for the podcast, we just want you to scream my name. <clears throat> Never. That was, awesome. that was my that was my Batman. Awesome. Bane awesome. there. That was good. That was pretty good. Awesome. It was alright. 